see if this messes with anything. Okay. Cool. All right. We uh, finally are at this point. We jumped off the cliff. Yeah. Get excited. Kudos to uh, Garrett White for pushing us to stop fucking around and, and do this. So um, anyway, uh, I am your host, Paul. We're here with my co-host, my wife, Jacqueline. Hello. And uh, this is our first episode. Number one. Number one. So uh, we don't know what we're going to call this thing. I started with, you know, the beard and the beauty, but. I like that. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, tell us what we're going to be doing, babe. So we're really pumped. Uh, We've been on a journey together for a very, very long time. Is that what you call it? A journey? Yes, a journey. I haven't stopped believing. (laughs) It's an adventure. Um, And we really feel like this can help others and empower us as well to grow to that next level both together and we know that there's a lot of people out there that need where we are at and that piece that we you know with a little wisdom now have to offer I think and we have our uh since it's our inaugural episode we have our glass of wine happening cheers cheers maybe you guys will want to join in with absolutely us. please have a cocktail uh, we are drinking out of our wine glasses where we got engaged. Yeah. All right. So typically the first episode for most most couples that do podcasts are, hey, meet us. Absolutely. So I definitely feel like those ladies from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about yourself, my love. No, 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 no. no? I want you to start. From the beginning, like, because I always think you tell our story the best. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So, okay. um, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, H- how did we meet? How did we? How absolutely. do we? How do we get to this place of doing a podcast? Well, let's start from the beginning, which is high school. So, folks, we are not high school sweethearts, but we met in high school. Mm-hmm. Paul is a year older in grade, so he was a year ahead of me. He was a senior when we met, and in Colorado, we have a really cool program for our sixth grade students. It is called Outdoor Lab Education School. There's two different campuses, and they take up sixth graders, and they stay on site for a full week and learn all the different pieces of um, the mountains, the ecosystems. Um, It's basically like a mini Boy Scout, Girl Scout camp. Um, It's really, really cool. And to help them have small class sizes, they take high schoolers up there to volunteer their time and to teach and give us the responsibility as well of teaching these sixth grade students and mentoring them. We're also their bunkhouse leaders. Which is crazy, right? Yeah, right? (laughs) Thinking about what you knew and how fucking stupid you were at 18 compared to now. And 17. (laughs) And parents (laughs) saying, hey, take my kid to the mountains for a week. You'll you'll be fine is is quite bizarre. And you're the ones who stay with these kids overnight. The teachers are on site, but they are not in the bunkhouses with the kids. The the students are with 
the high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, it is, in my mind, like a really cool mentorship opportunity for, obviously, the high schoolers as well as the sixth graders. Um, and so what we do is we have to go through a whole application process. Um, your teachers that do this with the sixth graders have to approve you, and then they also have to yeah, yeah. train you with yeah. whatever class you're teaching. Yeah, we get it. So we met there. Yep. So um, I clearly remember Paul walking in late to our team meeting. No, it was <laughs> you that walked in late. You're so full of shit. <laughs> it might have been me. It, I don't know. It totally was you. I hate being I'm late, never though. Late. I'm, never, I'm late. never late either. So, yeah. okay. Um, but I noticed him right away. Um, and I thought, hey, that's a real sexy guy. And we met that way. So got to be um, up there with our students, chatted quite a bit. Yeah, get past that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's so we how go to we high met. school. We were friends. We're friends at that point. Um, you had a girlfriend. I had a boyfriend. And what was his name? Paul. <laughs> Always have to bring that up. That's right. For sure. I knew it was coming. Um, but basically, going through all the pieces, you were in your senior year, you know, all those milestones happening, um, all these big new things, life changes, um, just good friends. And on, on, on your way out of school with me in my junior year, um, just kind of getting ready for that m- last big year in school. We stayed friends. Um, you went on to your firefighting, which you had already begun. So already begun, very driven, doing his classes, um, starting his volunteer opportunity um, with Academy shortly after that. Yeah. So you were really... Five months after mm-hmm. I graduated, yeah. Yep, so just on his way, very driven, very focused, but um, we stayed good friends. Um, and then same kind of for me, because with me going into my senior year, I was very driven, I was very focused, I had a lot of goals, I knew where I was headed as well. Um, continued to be friends, and then I graduated. And as I made that next big leap, um, I was done with my boyfriend. You were done with your girlfriend. We were both just out trying to have a summer of fun. And we got asked a really funny question at a party one night. Yep. So I was sitting on his lap, and the girl came up to us and was like, you guys are so cute. How long have you been dating? Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not. <laughs> and next I day I broke up with my girlfriend. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. So at that point, like it was us really being serious, starting that journey together. Um, very strong foundation as friends. And then I went to undergrad and you basically broke up with me. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you need to go do college. I've done this already. Yep. It's my previous girlfriend. Who was a year older than I was. Yeah, I was super pissed. I was so mad about that. (laughs) But looking back, I appreciate the love and the forethought and you after the fact. But it only took me a month into school. And I'm like, this is dumb. I want you to be my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. 
And that's really where it started. So we literally have been dating and since we were 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and friends prior to that. And went through undergrad. Again, I was on my journey. I was very, very sure already I wanted to become a chiropractor. I never wavered from that. You were very, very sure you wanted to be a firefighter. You never wavered from that. We both supported each other 100%. Um, And chiropractic schools in Colorado do not exist. So then after that, we went long distance for three and a half years. Yeah. And that was extremely challenging. And we almost didn't make it for sure. Yeah. 100%. So I always say we've had the tests even before we were married. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone through a lot together. Um, and I, and we always get told by others that we're very wise beyond our age. Well, I think that has to do with, um, I mean, you know, at this stage in our life, there's not a lot of married couples that that we can look to that have a strong marriage that are doing what we're doing. No, and very I think few. I think maybe some of these, you know, some of our friends that have gone through stuff or, you know, had problems with their marriage, marriage or even gotten divorced is because they're experiencing those problems that we experienced early on. Yeah. And and kind of laid that foundation or we had to go through that first to be yep. where we're at today. Well, and I always say I really truly believe it was all by design. We had to be forged in that fire together because of what was coming. Yeah, after, and to give after us fucking today, everything. I know. With, without a doubt. In the moment, it was really hard. And yeah, we almost didn't get through that. But also, too, I always say the, the on the back side of that, the beautiful thing is there's so many problems that we just don't even have to deal with that we hear our friends going through that we're like, why is that an issue? Yeah. Well, and... and what? Is that important? Uh, oh no. Okay. No, no. Sorry. Um, you well, know, that, there, there's the just so many like little petty things that we're like, dude, we're over here trying to conquer the world. Like, I do not care that you didn't mow the lawn or whatever. Like, stupid stuff. Yeah. Well, and in my brain, we're not saying we have it all figured out because no. we definitely fucking don't. But no, we're going to. We're not going to sweat the small stuff though. Yeah. Um. So then um, about a year before I was graduating from chiropractic school, from grad school, Paul proposed, mm-hmm. and he got me gauge. So we were in St. Augustine in Florida and on the beach at night, um, and I thought he legitimately hurt himself. He acted like he stepped on a shell and me being, you know, a health-minded, loving individual, I thought, oh, my God, he's got to be gushing blood. What just happened? He's acting hurt, and he played it well. And then he got down on one knee while we're in the beach area by ourselves with the moonlight and proposed and totally shocked me. Um You know, like I said, we're both very driven, very supportive of one another. We laugh about it now, but we certainly could have been married prior to that. But it was really important to both of us that we achieved and were to a place where we were ready to join ourselves and be married. 
Um, so for that, I was very thankful. Like there wasn't ever a fight about that. We were a hundred percent supportive on our journeys of where we wanted to go professionally. Well, I think also though that it unintentionally created friction, right? Because yes. I was already established here and at yeah. our home and, you know, in my careers of, as a firefighter and, and, you know, we briefly talked about me moving to Atlanta with you, but we're like, nope, you have a house here or a townhouse and, you know, so yeah, I think so that created friction in the relationship, but it did, but we knew. So for you guys that don't know, like we're in the South Metro area in Castle Rock, Colorado. Um, Do you want to just give everybody our home address? No, <laughs> but when I was in chiropractic school, I was down in Atlanta and you were here in Colorado. Like, so again, we were two time zones different, thousands of miles apart. Um, but if you guys don't know a lot about firefighting, it is all about seniority. It's all about years and service. And so again, and for petty somebody bullshit <laughs> and but so a lot no of our growth and no progress <laughs> and uh, yeah. but for you to move departments, you lose all that. So right. that was a lot of our discussion of like, well, if I'm just in school for, you know, three and a half, four years, why would you lose all that you've started just for us to be together? I mean, it was tough. Like, like you said, there was a lot of friction. But again, we were both very supportive of like, well, I'm not staying in Georgia. I'm not staying in Atlanta. Like, I'm going to come back home. This is what is home to us. This is where we grew up. So w there was no reason for us to set down roots together there. Um, and like put you back in your ambitions. Yeah. So, you know, basically then we got married after being engaged. And then Paul got to be a married bachelor for six months while mm. I finished school <laughs> and graduated, which was fun for both of us, you know. Um, and then life started. I moved back home. Um, Started. It's been drinking from a fire hose since then. Yeah, Literally. started started uh, practicing as an associate doctor. Eight months in, I hated it, yeah. and I went out on my own. Um, and there's a lot that's happened since that point. Yeah, well, let's, but that is our starting uh, place. Let's pause right there. Um, so like, what? Uh, why are we doing this? Like, why are we doing this podcast? I mean, I know we've been talking about it for, God knows, got to be three years now. Mm-hmm. I just tremendously love this man in front of me. And I feel like there's so much we have to offer that we've been through. And like Paul said, we don't have it all figured out. But I want to continue to grow and connect. And, um, you know, if that helps somebody, then that's kind of how we're both wired anyway. So I in our minds, I think it's a win-win. I think, uh, I think people are, I mean, fucking divorce rates are out of control. Absolutely. And that's for you know countless number of reasons, but people are searching for like rawness. Pe people are searching for truth. People are searching for you know hope in in you know kind of what other people are going through mm -hmm. and i and i i mean 
I have no doubt in my mind that, you know, if somebody's listening to this, it's going to, it's going to speak to someone Mm -hmm. because everything we've done, I mean, shit, look at when we did 75 hard during COVID, Mm -hmm. like nobody we knew during COVID was doing 75 hard and how many people that actually told us, you know, after we did it, Mm -hmm. they did 75 hard. Like, I I mean, it's gotta be 15 that we know of, you know, so and we just did it for our, our sanity. Yeah. Because Colorado yeah. was nutso. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Andy Purcell on that. But um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think people more now than ever because of, you know, the phones and and whatever, they need stuff like this. They need to have people like us that are willing to open up our doors. You know, we're in our home right now. It's, you know, almost 10 o'clock at night. I had a full day of warrior certification. You were working a full day in the office. We have two little boys, um, which I'm sure we'll talk about, you know, down the road. But, like, we're willing to do this at 10 o'clock at night, not just because it's something that we get to do together. Like, we do everything, most everything together. But it's because we're going to present things that people need or are craving to hear. Like, I, you know, like... Yeah, we run a business together um, and have for seven years. Yeah, we have two boys. We homeschool. We we do life w- together. Yeah, we're doing life together. And I think that is very rare. And we work together. so And we love that, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, and I think there needs to be more examples of that shown yep. that are healthy right. couples. Right. And it doesn't mean you have to do stuff our way. This is what works for us and what we've chosen to build. But just showing that there is a way and you can absolutely 100% love what you're doing and build that life you want with your spouse. Yeah. I mean, I fully see this helping people, but I also feel it it's going to help us as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I mean, I want to, I don't, I don't want to keep, you know, anything off the table as far as what we talk about, you know, business, politics, sex, money, you know, whatever, like that's, that's what's going to help us grow too. Yeah. You know, honestly too, that's how we are. There's zero filters. You know, we're all about connection and transparency and communication. And I think that comes from our journey together but also just kind of who we are as people. Yeah, and this will definitely take that to the next level as well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we pause right there. Um, what we're doing now, I guess I'll I'll talk a little bit because you've taken up most of the the airtime here. That's fine. So we want to hear your sexy voice. Oh no, no, I have sweaty balls. No, there you go. <laughs> oh, uh, cut that out. Um, no, so out. anyway. Um, yeah, so you graduated, you start working, you hate it. I'm still at the fire department. And then uh we move, buy a house, do do what married couples do. Um fast forward a couple of years, we have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Which was absolutely devastating. But uh without that, we wouldn't have our our firstborn Odin. Yeah. Um so and then shortly after, we have Declan. Uh, but in between all of those kids, I end up leaving the fire service after 14 years. Because? Well, I mean, it was multiple reasons. Like, it was, um, 
you know, one was obviously Craig, who was a good friend of mine who passed in 2015 due to cancer at 36. Big proponent of my life and why I'm here today and where I'm at with my health. Um, Fire-related cancer. Fire-related cancer, Directly related to his fire service. So, um, you know, and then a month later, Odin was born. And so that that started the, the cycle, the transition to me like starting to question everything not that i wasn't questioning it before but you know i love the the fire department they provide a great service there's a lot of good men and women in the fire service but tremendous family yeah it's such a an amazing group of people but uh within myself i you know i started working on myself i started you know trying to stay healthy once craig got sick i started know working out more I started listening to podcasts and I was ridiculed for all of that you know Mm -hmm. within the fire service you know from my brothers right and so um that started you know this isn't for me so in 2017 I left completely totally walked away um and you know when I sat down in the fire chief's office he's like what are you gonna do and I was like I don't know like what you're not going to go somewhere else i was like i don't know i'm not i'm not doing this anymore so but uh i had a plan i just didn't want to really share it but i started my own business as a home inspector and that only lasted about three months because you know uh i'm sure most men can relate to their wives coming up with crazy schemes and ideas and you know just fucking saying oh i want to do this now so um she had been on her own in a chiropractic you know, office in two locations, actually small offices. And, um, she met up with, uh, Dr. Patrick Flynn of the wellness way. And she's like, Oh, I want to do this. And, you know, fast or going backwards, we had always talked about possibly working together in some sort of wellness center. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, in 2017, that's, that's what happened. And we've been going ever since and building that. Uh, I think our families thought we were a little nuts. They always do. Yeah. So like, just for perspective, he leaves this quote unquote steady, stellar job with great perks, great benefits. Yep. Shut it all down to open his own business. And then we basically change gears again a couple months later um, and open up our practice together. But at that time, it would have been each of us running our own business. Correct. Yep. And Which we're. We both then, I mean, I think it was an easy decision of being like, no, we should just do this together. And yeah. we're both passionate about this. And and we're so excited to bring this approach and this type of piece. I always wanted one-stop shopping with my care of people. Um, so I immediately fell in love with this approach. And it immediately helped your health and a lot of the pieces that we were struggling to find answers to. Yeah. So... It, and I'll I'll get to my health in a minute, but the, I think the thing to point out with what you said about you know our families, our friends thinking we're crazy or whatever, I I think that's that's a lot of the reasons why people stop and get held back, and they don't they don't ever do it is because of that fear, mm-hmm. right? Like I was I mean I was scared shit. It was scary for us too. It was, know, a, it was a leap because your business was small at the time. It wasn't you know bringing in very much, but you know, for us to both go out and do it. And, you know, we had Odin at the time. Like, yeah, like that is scary. But I think that goes back to what we said earlier is we were 
we were rooted in ourselves. Like we were betting on ourselves mm-hmm. and you know, the older we get, the more wisdom we get, the more experience we get in this, this space. We, when we bet on ourselves, we always win. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think a lot of people, even, even if it's just them as an individual, they don't even do it that much, let alone a couple with kids and, and a mortgage and all the other stuff that comes with it. Mm-hmm. People don't bet on themselves. They play it safe. Like, if you haven't figured out, though, I like jumping. Yeah. Paul, Paul is the figure it out person. Yeah, I want to see it through <laughs> to the end before I jump. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I will jump, and that's something that I, I dug deep in today was, you know, I'm still playing it safe, even though, you know, most of the people around me are, are playing it safer, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's a it's a phase of going to be all in, you know. But safety is where most people reside. And fear is where most people reside. Fear is where most people stay. Mm-hmm. It completely holds them back. And I know you guys have always heard it, but the fears that I had when we did that, none of them ever came true. Nope. We never. And mi- we had long talks. We never missed a mortgage payment. We never couldn't pay our bills. We we never were without. No. Not one month. Not one month could we not meet our needs yeah. or the business needs. Right. So, um, but yeah, I think I think that's just important to point out because, you know, with the conversations that I have with people in or out of the space, they just, you know, they, they're just so afraid to start and fucking get going. Mm-hmm. Um, because whatever story or fear that they've been telling themselves, uh, they, they, there's no basis for it, but they believe it. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be, it, it's everybody. Everybody has that within them. Well, and some it's wired harder than others yeah. based on childhood. Right. Um, so, I mean, but since then, we, we've never looked back. We've only done growth as a, a family, as a business. Like, right. we've done nothing but get bigger year over year, continue to grow. Continue to be challenged on yeah. all levels. I mean, I remember that first month we did like ten thousand. Yeah. And now look at like we're doing a hundred thousand. Like that's yeah. insane. Seven years later. Yeah. You know. I mean, we're every year we have busted the previous year and had record-breaking months, yeah. which is amazing, and we're really just feeling like we're catching our stride at this point getting an amazing team in place for that next level of growth. Yeah. Well, so, um, so yeah, we, uh, we operate a health and wellness center here in Colorado and, uh, we for sure will talk about the difference in what we provide that other, you know, clinics or functional medicine and the medical field cannot provide to their patients. Mm But, um, you know, back to our journey, you know, my health was a big problem, uh, still is some days, but, uh, I, up until 2014, I had three sinus surgeries, right? Yeah. 2014 Mm -hmm. and, uh, completely lost my sense of smell and almost 100% of my taste. Um, since those two go together, um, and we had just tried to solve for years, 
Like you think COVID was rough? This man dealt with it for years. Yeah. Yep. So, um, you know, just another (laughs) Western medicine didn't help me. It failed you. Yeah, it failed me. 100%. And that's what also why as a chiropractor and that health mindset, what I knew from school and all my, you know, post education and things that I had focused on, it still wasn't enough. Right. at that point, still did not have answers to solve your problems, and that frustrated me. Yeah. So, yeah, so my health suffered, um, put on a bunch of weight, um, tired all the time, cranky all the time, stressed out out to the nines. Uh, at that time in my career, I was a fire investigator, a fire prevention officer, inspector, whatever you want to call it. So I did a whole slew of things, highly credentialed. Um, but yeah, totally left all that behind to to do life uh, with you and, and the boys and uh, do this thing that we're doing. So Yeah. So what else you got? What Anything else you want to talk about tonight before we close this out? Well, I just want to talk about the the growth with us as a team. Um, I really think that that's very special. Um, we, um, through Wellness Way, have some, you know, personality style testing that we do. And what's really cool, which we've come to learn through this, is you and I, in that aspect, are completely complementary. Well, we can give them, which is give super them a shout cool. out. Dignify.com. Yes. Yeah. So Dignify is who we do that through and what I love about it is it's all positive you know they don't take anything of how you operate and make it a negative it's all helping you understand yourself and how Mm -hmm. to interact with others yeah um and there's some other types of personality um and you know just strength testing that isn't as positive oh I I did gaggles of them at the fire department yes you did a ton of that yeah so I love the dignify approach Um, Because a lot of people ask us, they're like, how on earth do you work together? Dude, that is so crazy. And and to us, it's like, what are you talking about? And that is just kind of a fun answer of like, well, yeah, you look at our strengths and our personalities and how we're wired and it's not anything the same. And it's actually wonderfully complementary to one another, which is really cool. I mean, it it is bizarre to me, though, that, you know, you you marry someone and you can't work with them. I find that odd as well. Because I always, from the beginning, have wanted to spend every single moment of every day with you. Well and I think And I wouldn't want it any other way. I think I think that just shows the level of of um I don't know, maybe maturity in, in couples relationships that they you know because what is it like there's friction when you work with your spouse like okay so you guys can't handle your shit like you can't resolve a disagreement in a business or you can't you know give to the other in 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 a situation that might present itself at work like that's what just boggles my mind with people Mm -hmm. so yeah but that is the most common thing that we hear is you know oh i could never work with my spouse Mm-hmm. which is nuts absolutely yeah. nuts but yeah well and like i said the cool thing is i'm happy for him to be 
doing his thing because it's stuff that I don't want to do slash don't have any strengths in. So why on earth, like, I, I want somebody that is strong and powerful in those roles because I'm not. But also, too, and I'm like not ever going to complain about that. Even if our personalities were exactly <coughs> the same, it, that still rings true that you you should be able to work through things mm-hmm. successfully with your spouse, mm-hmm. regardless if you have the same traits or characteristics or not. Yeah. Right? Like. Oh, absolutely. If it, which actually, I think, for the most part of how we operate, um, is is similar like we're driven very (coughs) similarly we're we're very much um you know when we're working through and getting something going we're boys both like go 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 we want to complete it we want to get it finished we want to see it through we don't want to be interrupted um so i would say our processes are very similar even though how we think through things and what we do is is very different um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I find it very strange that couples need to be away from each other and, you know, we both enjoy things separately, Absolutely. Um, but we also love to learn things and try things together. Um, and I think there's a good piece to both those things, but why on earth would you marry someone if you don't intend to spend your time with them? Like, don't you want to do life with your best friend and have fun and experience things? And like, why are you trying to avoid them? Well, not only like, not only do you want to spend your life together, but like, why not spend the best life together? Yes. And build the memories together. Well, and, and, you know, just for our our family dynamic, like our boys, they're homeschooled. They mm-hmm. we had been planning that prior to COVID and all this woke bullshit that's been going around. Mm-hmm. Thank God that we did. I mean, it just really sealed it. Yeah, like we were already talking about right. it. So, um, but our boys have grown up seeing us work together. Mm-hmm. They've grown up in our business. In the office. In the office. Um, they're helping helping in the office. They're solving problems in the ofi- office. They're seeing us solve problems. And so, um, man, I just, I, I feel like that's so critical. And, and we may not realize it now. We may never be here to see it when they're mm-hmm. older. Hopefully we are. But, like, when they're older, they're going to look back on that and go, damn, yeah, like, our, our parents work together. Um they were good examples. They solved problems. And, and I mean, we're almost together all the time. Mm-hmm. Almost. Mm-hmm. You know, now with, with the growth, growth of our business and, and, and things changing and, and having to be more available, that's changed a little bit with, you know, having a nanny on certain days. But um, for the majority, we, we have to be, to be together more than mm-hmm. most families. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, we like it that way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's and not a burden. And we're not shitting on on people that aren't doing it our way. This mm-hmm. is just this is our story. Yeah. And if you don't like it, don't listen. Well, on top of that, though, I want to know that there are folks out there that need to hear that because I think it's true. 
Yeah. And I think there's people that wish they would change things that aren't happy with how they're doing things. Um, and it's never too late to start, you know, because like you heard, like we pivoted with a kiddo with solid, you know, basically careers started and things in place and totally shifted everything. Yeah. And like I said, I think our families thought we were crazy. Yeah. It's never too late to start. I mean, never. Te- technically, we started this podcast like three years ago when we talked about it, but we never did it. We so. chatted about it. So <laughs> here you go. All right. Well, we're almost 40 minutes in. So yeah. is there anything else that you want to discuss? Give to the masses? <laughs> um, all that I will say is I'm just super pumped. I love doing life with you, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And I'm so excited to share pieces that I know are going to be so cool moving forward. Well, I love you. I love you. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where this goes. And like I said, I I mean, I, I fully w- intend on, you know, diving into stuff that families and couples and entrepreneurs are, are dealing with on a daily basis and, and kind of how we navigate those or how we operate and and things that we've done to to better how we respond in that case. So, um, and, you know, I mean, this day and age with with the culture and, and everything going on in the world, there is no way we can avoid talking politics. No, and on top of that... Um, Hence the, you know, constitution <laughs> in the background, <laughs> you know. I just had a conversation about this with a patient today of, She's older, and she's like, I do not envy you. You are in, and your husband is in a very difficult place. And she's like, I'm so glad my kids are grown. Because we have young kids? Is that what she was saying? Yes, yes. Wow. So her kids, she just married one. She's got, got another. I got to the Joe Rogan. Wow. <laughs> she has another one in college, so they're very grown. They're very close to basically being full adults. Um, And she's like, I couldn't go through what you guys are going through and the difficult choices that you are making. I mean, I appreciate that. So, I I mean, I just think it goes to show it's a unique, uh, very special thing. But I'm also a strong believer of you're put in the time you need to be put in. Because there needs to be an example on multiple levels right now. Wow. <laughs> um, well, but I yeah, mean, she was like, I wouldn't want to be with young kids right now. She's like, I think that would break me. Well, it it definitely was difficult during COVID. And yeah. I, I fucking hate even saying that word. But I know. Makes it, me crawl. It was, uh, you know, it was difficult because we took a stand. You know, we took a stand against the mask mandate, the vaccine mandates. Um, and having young kids and trying to explain to them that, hey, we can't, we can't go to the store, we can't go out on a plane, we can't go to, you know, fucking Disney World at the time that we had planned. Uh, yeah, that was difficult, but that's where, <coughs> you know, we pivoted mm-hmm. and we did 75 hard in the w- middle of winter mm-hmm. in Colorado in the snow. Mm-hmm. And we did it because it was going to be harder and we needed to do it. We needed to establish that mental fortitude so that we could actually lead our family, lead our business, lead our patients, 
um, and and be a, f- a fucking beacon to other people, mm-hmm. letting them know like, hey, like if this is something you don't agree with, you don't have to uh, be bullied into something you don't agree with. Yeah. And and, and I, I will say, I don't even think we're going to talk about this tonight, but I will say that is something that we are concrete on. Like when it comes to our principles, you know, we just had a situation today at work we had to do, but when it comes to our, our principles, like we don't waver. Mm-mm. Like I got thrown out of stores during COVID. Um, I got yelled at in Costco. Yeah, we by an old man. We lost business because of it, but <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> we were right. <laughs> Three years later, I mean, and it's right. not, and it's not about being right. It's about, it's a, it's about. No, we, let me put it this way though: we spoke the truth from the beginning. Yes, and it was absolutely held up once actual information came out and we were saying the same thing the entire time yeah so i guess in that way we're right but we also just spoke the truth from the beginning yeah and And we didn't waver yeah that's the point is it's not about being right but it's about you know too many people uh, i mean we talked about it today where you know someone walked up to a store and there was two guys pretending to be like security guards and they had like the the lint roller mm-hmm. and people just stopped and held their arms and they did the lint roller. Like people were just so conditioned to, to just doing whatever they're being asked to, you know? And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had to lead our family. We had to lead ourselves. We had um, some backlash from our, from our patients. Not um, much though. Most yeah. appreciated that we, educated them that we took a stand that it was about health freedom yeah of like hey we're here as a resource right and we're not here to judge and you know we're here to support your health right and i mean that shouldn't be groundbreaking but for whatever reason it was because a lot of people chose not to take that stance and i'm which is ridiculous but I'm but i'm thankful as fuck that we had that we did Mm-hmm. Like sitting here today, I'm going, yeah, there was there was some tough conversations. There were some tough times like, you know, I mean, we saw small business after small business go out of business. Like, yeah, you know, like, are we going to make it? This is how we feed our family. Like these were real struggles we actually went through um, as a family with like, that's it. There there is no plan B for us. Like we are we are going to succeed in our business, in our life with our family. Mm-hmm. Um, but sitting here today, I'm like, I'm thankful that we, we didn't waver. We didn't cave to family, you know, telling us we're going to kill grandma and all this stuff. Like we, we didn't waver. And, and once again, our kids saw that Yeah, they saw mom and dad Now they might be too young to remember, but you know, it'll come up at it, a certain point. It'll come up a different way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but. I mean, I just, I wanted to bring that up because I, no, as point. hard as things are in in moments, I firmly believe we're in the right place at the right time to show the right example and to lead people as well as ourselves and give something that needs to be filled right, and pour into others as well as ourselves. Yeah, no, that was a great point, so... All right, well, I think we should wrap it up. But before we do, 
Um, why don't you tell people where they can find you? Sure. So. Do you need help? You need me to look it up. I'm yeah. I'm actually not sure. Because <laughs> I do the business so stuff more <laughs> than my personal. <laughs> on Instagram, she is at Jacqueline Burns. So that's J A C Q U E L I N E B E R E N S. Thank you. And then uh, uh, my Instagram is uh, I am at Beardman seventeen seventy six. And yes, if you're wondering, I grew the beard after I left the fire department because we have not talked about that. And I'm sure that'll be its whole episode because it deserves a whole episode. So just the beard. Absolutely. Yes. So um, but anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully you got something out of it. Um, I know we definitely did. And, uh, you know, maybe next time we'll have a cool intro song and a game plan of what we're doing. But uh we got challenged today to do this uh, since we're we we've been talking about it, and I'm super thankful that we did. So, um, and maybe we won't do it at ten o'clock at night when I sound like dog shit. It's okay. So you know, sometimes it's about doing it. All right. And well, getting it done. Yeah. So one is in the books. One is done. So all right, we'll see you guys next time. That's a wrap. All right. <laughs>